0: Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Ask Ellie, Intuitive Insights and Your Questions Answered. My name is Ellie Molina, and I am your hostess today. And just a little bit about me, if you're joining us for the first time on this podcast, I'm an intuitive, a psychic, author, consultant, educator, and the creator of Psy Kids Academy, a magical place where children and their adults learn to tap their inner magic while raising their consciousness. And to learn more about Kids, head on over to my website, elliemolina.com, and look for the Kids tab and download your free 16-page guide titled, What If? Six Ways to Help Your Child Tap Their Inner Magic. And then you can also head on over to my online course, Make Magic Happen, and check out the Psychic Development Program for Adults and Children. I uh, also have a brand new Dream Interpretation course available, so you can head over to my site and look at the resources and find it there, or you can always email me at ellie at and I will get that information to you as soon as possible. Another thing I'd like to talk to you about is the ongoing membership site that I have. And it's called the Midnight Portal. And every month, there is a live question and answer time with me. And tonight, we're going to be talking about everyday alchemy. Imagine living a magical life every single day. Now, you may argue that that's not possible, and I'm going to argue Yes, it is, if you know how. Um, There are always ways that one can live a magical life every single day, if you know how. And so that's what we're going to be discussing in the Midnight Portal tonight on the live call. And the calls are recorded, so if you have access to the portal, you can hop on in and listen to the archives uh, and Just participate in all of the wealth of information that is available in the Midnight Portal. Well, without any further ado, today is February 23rd. And I'm going to begin talking about what's coming this next month. This is the Magical Manifestation Month of March. And I am declaring March as the month of magical manifestations. So the first thing that we're going to be looking at today will be dates to mark down on your calendar so that you can pay attention to them and see if these dates correspond to dates where you're making magic. So let's take a look at the first date. So you may want to circle today Um, today, February 23rd. This is an important date because we have Mars working over here to sharpen your intuition and your creative skills. So if you've got something that you want to be writing creatively, working on where you need to have, uh, let's call it, your creativity heightened, you want to invest in your creativity, today's an awesome day to set time aside and devoted to creativity. Well, good morning to those people who have just joined us live in the studio, and good morning, Tomas and Tulian. Good morning, hi, and welcome. So this is a live call, and you're always welcome to add inf- to add some information or to send in your questions as we move through the call. Guten Tag from Germany. That's right, Thomas is in Germany, so it's so exciting to have you all here in the studio live today. All right, now the next day that you may want to mark on your calendar before we get to the big days in March will be tomorrow. We have a Mercury Square Uranus And this is not the day to sign contracts. Now, we're not looking at superstition, and you don't have to look at this religiously. You know, if you want to sign a contract, no one's saying don't sign a contract. However, in astrology, there are days that work better. They're more auspicious than other days. So it is highly recommended not to sign a contract tomorrow because Mercury rules contracts. And right now Mercury is under siege by Uranus. So if you can delay your travel a day or two, you can delay the contract signing a day or two, so be it. You can do that. You have nothing to lose. Uh, Okay. And if it's something that you cannot avoid and you really need to sign that contract, well, hey, go ahead and then get back to me and let me know how that went. (laughs) All right. It's also, though, here's the irony of tomorrow because It is a very glamorous day, and it's a romantic day, especially in the evening, uh, because you have a Venus sextile, Neptune and Capricorn Pisces, so it's really dreamy. And if you um, are looking for love or you're looking to date, you're looking to create romantic relationships, this is a good time to start doing that. So if you're doing online dating, you know, set the intention that you're going to meet your match or that you're going to at least meet someone who perhaps can be suitable for you. Anyway, it's a good day. Mark your calendar and then, you know, get back to me and let me know how that works for you. Okay. Let's move into March. March is going to be Magical Manifestation Month, at least in my book, my intention and where I'm planning to go. So if you're not on my email list, please get on my email list. You can go to eliemolina.com get on the email list because I'm going to be running a lot of events that will be dealing with March manifestation magic. So again, if you want to be involved in manifesting during the month of March and you need someone to let's call you, guide you along, or you want to be in an energy of other manifestors, well then join us and the other people who are going to be participating in Magical Manifestation Month in March. All right, so let's get down to some dates now that we can look at and circle in our, on our calendars. We're going to start with March 1st. It is Mardi Gras, And we have the Sun, Sextile, Uranus, Pisces, Taurus. Now, this is a great day for opportunities that exist. Okay, this is going to be a wonderful day for new ideas. This is a perfect day to really get some important information out there. So if you have a proposal that you want to send out, this would be a really wonderful day to mark your calendar and say, hey, you know what, I'm going to send out my proposal on March 1st. Now, We have a beautiful new moon. And by the way, we have two new moons coming up in March of this year. So we have the new moon in Pisces on uh, 12 degrees. And this is going to be one of the best new moons of the year. So Jupiter is very close to the sun. And the new moon will bring good fortune and happiness to all of what you do. So it's also Ash Wednesday in the beginning of Lent. Um really, this would be a day to mark on your calendar, especially for new projects. You want to do something new, mark this on your calendar. It is going to be a day for new beginnings. All right, now. All of this energy starts to get heightened on the third, where Mars conjuncts Pluto in Capricorn. This is going to provide you with determination and passion, and you're really going to get dedicated to your goal, and your intensity will be amplified, and then people will find you Attractively magnetic. And these dates, just the way these dates are set at the beginning of the month, had me decide hey, you know what? I'm going to do this March manifesting um month where it will really be magical because it's the manifestation because it is the intention of the month so we also have a venus conjunct pluto and capricorn and so the desire to be loved and to love will be very strong it's a very special day So here's the thing, if you're single, you may want to mark again this day on your calendar as one of these days to go out on a date. So, you know, may stop texting and talking to each other and go meet. Uh, Fabulous day. All right, now here's the day that you want to mark on your calendar. And you want to prepare yourself for this one. And that is why we're talking about it in advance. Saturday, March 5th, will be the luckiest day of the year, 2022, in astrology. So this is going to be a very, very, very important day for travel. It's going to be really great for creativity. There's also real luck in um manifesting. Okay, so if you're looking to win the lottery, or you're looking to win some games, or you want to go to the casino, I'm not advocating gambling, but it is one of those lucky days. So if there is a way that you can create your fortune, perhaps on the stock market, preparing your stocks for the coming days, this is a really great day to look at your investments, to look at your fortune, to look at travel, to look creativity, and to look and set your intentions and focus on lucky breaks. So if you declare yourself lucky, this whole week, you know, start doing it the first few days of March. I am lucky. I am lucky. Luck comes to me. I am a luck magnet. You know, the more that you put that energy out there, the easier and faster it is to come into fruition, especially because it is delayed. So we know this is just a little bit of tangent here. We know that molecules take longer. It doesn't always happen. One, two, three, we have a thought. And then we expect the thought to turn into an instant manifestation. Sometimes it can, especially when it's working with telepathy. However, most of the time, it takes a little bit longer for these big molecules to move. So it's it's, there's a delayed response from the universe. So here's my suggestion on this, and I'm going to be following my own advice for this. I'm going to begin now, this week, tomorrow, today, to start to call in the affirmations of I am a lucky manifester. I am lucky. I am fortunate. I am blessed. I am a magnet for abundance, goodness, love, health, all of those things, So whatever you choose to do, I'm a magnet for prosperity, abundance, health, and wealth, and you know, whatever you choose to do, you go do that. You create yourself as a magnet and see yourself magnetizing all of these wonderful things to you. And if you stay the course, which means if you stay true to the intention, no matter what happens, you know, somebody steps on your toe, don't lose that attitude. Don't, don't go back to the old thoughts that you may have of uh you know why am i doing this it may not it's not going to work don't go back to those thoughts if you have them continue on this course so this is going to be let's talk a little bit of, a little bit more about the fifth cuz i got off on a tangent Uh, This is like, again, one of the luckiest days. And we also have Venus conjunct Mars. Now, this is a very rare meeting over here in Aquarius. And so you're going to see that if you are attracting all of these things and you've been putting it out there and you're looking for this, you may find brilliant sparks of love. If that's your manifestation, you may have a wonderful romantic um, evening with your partner And a glamorous night, if that's something that you're looking to do. And Mars enters Aquarius and Venus enters Aquarius. So by all means, mark this day on your calendar because it will be special, especially if you're paying attention to it. All right. Now we get quiet after that. Again, Mercury enters Pisces on the 9th and uh, that will that will um, that will be interesting and uh, just because Pisces is a bit of a dreamer, so we just want to start to make sure that we match our dreams with our intentions. Nothing wrong with dreaming. Dreaming is really, really important, so we do want to match our intentions with our dreams. And then on the 12th, Uh, the sun and Neptune start to conjunct. And as they move into position, you're going to feel those benefits. It's also an ideal day to do something professionally. So if you have the ability to do something professionally on this day, go do it. Mark your calendar for that. Okay. Now, Daylight savings time is that, you know, we set the clocks back, um, depending on where you live and what state and what country. And then on the 13th, we have the sun conjunct Neptune in Pisces. Creativity is going to be strong. If you have time, set time on that day for your creative outlets. If you're a writer... Schedule time to write. If you're a painter, schedule time to draw. If you're creating something in your business, schedule time for your business. Whatever it is that your creative outlet is, please mark that day on your calendar and use it for your creativity. You are going to be so creative that this is just such an ideal day to get to work on it. Okay, then on the 16th, we have uh, the Jewish the Jewish holiday of Purim, and that begins um, at the end of sundown. The 17th is St. Patrick's Day, where we have Mercury sextile Uranus. This will be a fun, spontaneous day. Travel, write, speak. It's possible that you're even going to get some exciting news on that day. All right, now, get ready, because we got the full moon in Virgo on the 18th, and the sun sextile Pluto in the Pisces-Capricorn connection. Now, this full moon is going to be very positive and supportive. So any new venture that you have, you know how traditional we always say, don't do anything new on the full moon, you know, release, release, release. However, on this day, because Mercury is so close to Jupiter, it's actually an ideal day to do something. So, if you to really start some new projects, believe it or not, and if you have contracts that need to get signed, and you want to um, move, um, you want to move out um, some, you want to move out some some projects, then this is a great day to set them out. And I just got a question in here, so I'm going to deviate for a little bit. Is this an astro-based podcast? No, it's not. Absolutely not. It's usually very, very different. However, I'm devoting the first 20 minutes to astrology on today's podcast because of the month that is coming ahead. The month coming ahead is so magical that you really want to take advantage of some of these days if you believe in this. And if not, there's no... doesn't, it's not going to make any difference in your life if you don't believe in it. Anyway, let's move on. So, but thank you for asking. uh, Thank you for asking about that. So on the 19th, we have Venus square Uranus. Okay. True love, true love, true love. And then on the 20th, the sun enters Aries, Mercury conjuncts Jupiter. This is a fantastic day. Again, travel, sign your documents, send out proposals, um, get your stuff out to the universe. All right. The 22nd, you want to just mark that day as being a little careful and pull yourself back. All right. Cause you got Mars square Uranus. So you just really don't want to be doing anything ex- too exciting or taking any risks. Now on the 23rd, we have Mercury conjunct Neptune. Perfect day for expressing yourself again, creatively. And then on the 26th, everything is moving along really beautifully with the Mercury, sextile Pluto, and intuition really heightened. Again, this is a great month for putting out manifestations. That's why it's called Magical Manifestation Month of March. All right. Mercury enters Aries on the 27th, and then Venus conjuncts Saturn on the 28th, and then the new moon on the 31st, is going to bring you so much luck if you've been working the entire month because on this new moon, um, Aries rules, and it will be time to launch your ventures. It will be time to put forth all of the things that you have been working on during that month. So this is where the entire month really culminates into this magical manifestation month of March. So for all of you who are on this podcast, who may not be so interested in astrology, just know that I normally don't spend 20 minutes talking about astrology on the podcast. However, this month is so, this upcoming month is so unique. It is almost as if, well, they didn't tell, you know, Some imagine somebody saying to you, oh, wow, they didn't tell us that we had all these opportunities and it was going to be so good. Well, I'm telling you now, this is going to be a fabulous, fabulous upcoming month. And if you use your reticular activating system to start to look for evidence of making this a perfectly magical manifesting month, well then so be it and it will happen and unfold for you that way. All right, um, anybody here have questions because this is the time right now to ask some questions before I move on to the questions that have been submitted to me previously. Oh, any questions over here? I'd like to welcome all of you who are new to the studio. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. All right, Uh, questions, any questions? Because I move into this. Oh, afternoon or guten tag from all our German friends. Hi, hi, Um, awesome. Well, I didn't see any of these questions, I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, so this seems a perfect month for uh, new projects. Absolutely. So Ashish, unfortunately, um, when you ask about Aquarius, so here's the thing, it's always dependent on the individual day and time. And I won't be able to do that right now on the air. So just know that the dates that I gave are really part of the collective consciousness, which is going, these are going to be dates that are good for you, whether you're an Aries or a Leo or a Pisces, or it doesn't matter. These are dates that are good for the collective. So that is one of the first questions that was submitted to me today, which is, okay, here we go. What is cosmic consciousness and how does it affect our world in which we live? All right. So great question. And I'm going to start with it right now. So imagine, just imagine that um, science has been proving that we live, we actually do live in a matrix. So that just think about this, you know, uh, cosmic consciousness is like the pork. <laughs> so um, th- just imagine we're living in the matrix. All right. And um, everything is connected. So it doesn't seem as if ran- it's not random. Everything is tied in together and connected. And we are all tapping into a large, imagine tapping into a consciousness that um, we're all connected to. Like the only the best way that I can think of it is that we look at perhaps the the um, tree of avatar, where all the beings are collect are tapped into that universal tree, you know, the single mind (laughs) represented by the Borg queen, (laughs) you know, it is like, it is, it's the single mind. And we are all tapped into this. And even though we may not feel that we're tapped into this and we think that we're all so unique and also special, we're not, we're all part of this huge collective cosmic, I don't know what you want to call it. Um matrix. And so that we can be thinking thoughts and at the same time other people can be thinking the same thoughts that we're thinking and we get ideas and then other people get it ideas and ideas move from one person to another and either you take advantage of these or you don't so basically it is not a single mind no it's not a single mind in terms of understanding the mind the way that our mind works but we are tapped into a universal a universal consciousness a universal awareness it's we're not looking at it um, as a single mind with with our own single thoughts okay it is just that, ideas come to us from the collective consciousness and they're not, they come to us other. It's uh, (laughs) like, okay, getting myself in trouble over here. Um, But if we look at it as a matrix where the ideas are not necessarily unique to us, but they exist in this huge, huge, collection of thoughts where we have access to, to past, present, and future. There is no time in this way. It is There is no time. It is non-linear. And so if I'm thinking a thought, perhaps you'll be thinking the same thought immediately at the same time. Or perhaps you can go back into the past and pick up you know, what we call the linear past, you go back into the collective consciousness and pick up thoughts that happened so many, so many, so many hundreds of years ago. And it is an expanding universe that is constantly growing. And so the universe does continue to expand. So for me, understanding cosmic consciousness is really just saying that we are not just these single, these single entities that are not, that are, disconnected from one another but that we are all connected uh through through some form of let's call it electronical particle transmission as opposed to the way that we understand thinking and thoughts um, okay <laughs> anybody want to add to this <laughs> all right um, i am welcome and open to discussions So all types of feeling, if something happens and affected to all earthlings. Yes, I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. And, you know, it's interesting because when we sometimes when we think about this, you know, people people will say like in my practice, for example, when I do psychic readings, there will be days where a lot of people will be calling me and they'll all be sad and so, Ashish, this gets to this. This is kind of like what you're saying—that all feelings are present, and that it affects all of the other Earthlings also. And it's like it's not random that particular group of people are all feeling sad, and they happen to live in the same area. Uh, they're probably all tapping into some kind of consciousness that is prevailing at that time. I remember when I would teach. Um, yeah, sorrow and misery just happened during this pandemic. It was pre- very, very prevalent. I remember when I, when I was teaching in the classroom and I was teaching psychic development, and sometimes I would just um, do some activities quickly with the children. So what that would look like, and I'd have a group of, let's say, 30 kids in the room, and I would take a manila envelope where, then, where they weren't looking and couldn't see what I had put in there. And I'd put in a color. And I'm just going to describe it. You know, I put in a yellow, uh, the color yellow. And then I'd have everybody kind of close their eyes and focus on what is the color that is in the manila envelope. And the interesting thing is that The students would see the color in the pockets, so meaning that areas of the room would all get the same color. If the color were yellow, it didn't mean that everyone got it, but let's say where there was someone who got green, then the people around, like everybody in the one area saw green, so there'd be a pocket of green which was telepathically being communicated. Then there was a pocket of the blues, a pocket of reds, and then even a pocket of yellows. And then occasionally someone would come in from a pocket of blue and see yellow. But there were distinct pockets, which then had me really think that um, almost as if there was, it was proof for me because I had done it so often that these people were telepathically connecting to one another because they were sitting within close proximity. And that is why sometimes people who are very close friends can be thinking the same thought. I had a very interesting experience happen to me. And if you look at my Facebook page, which is, it's a public post, you're going to see I posted yesterday, I was in the middle of of reading something about two, 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 two. And here I am reading it. It's written in pink. It was on my Facebook. And I get a text message from somebody using the same color heart saying, thinking of feeling that you were thinking of me, two, 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 two. Anyway, go back and read it because the person who wrote it to, who wrote the text message to me was literally reading what I was reading over time, distance, and space. She was thousands of miles away from me, but her text message was what I was reading. And it was wildly, you know, we say, oh, that's so wildly bizarre. But those of us who work in telepathy, who work in remote viewing, who work in in the psychic realm, know that these things are not bizarre. They are not uncommon. We just get real excited when they happen again and want to share them with other people. So anyway... Um, practice this is my opinion over here practice tapping into other people's thoughts you know think about your friend and then uh, write down what time it is that you're thinking about them and then find out later if they were thinking about you it's just an easy simple practice to show how all how connected we all are all right moving into the next question that I have over here Oh, yes. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I do Western philosophy. I'm not familiar with Vedic astrology because I'm not. um, My practice is mostly intuitive and intuition and psychic work and uh, remote viewing as as opposed to astrology. It was just that I was so excited about this month astrologically Ashish that I couldn't control myself and needed to do a podcast so that we can really go and manifest for the month of March, really make it an important one. So thank you for sharing this. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I love telepathy. All right. Um, Thank you. Thank you for liking the show. I'm very happy that you're all here. makes me happy. Okay. The next question that I have over here that was submitted to me, are, what are solar flares and where do we find more information about them and how do they affect our energy? Well, solar flares are, um, an eruption of intense high energy radiation from the sun's surface. Okay. And, um, they cause electromagnetic disturbances on earth, like radio frequency communication, power line transmissions, and they're, um, I mean, aside from Google Google searching or going, you know, looking up things on solar flares, um, there's a wealth of information, and there's also a a site in Belgium that um, sends out solar flare emails, letting people know exactly when the flares are coming, what the amount of electromagnetic distribution is. And so is that important to know? I guess, yeah, I'm, not I guess, depending on what your business is and where you're working, solar flares may be necessary to know about. And um, um, anyway, I just, I'm sorry, I'm reading at the same time. And so solar flares may affect your business, they may affect your energy, they may affect your electronics. So it's just, you know, something to be aware of if you're interested um, in, in wondering like what are the things that are connected to us. Um, Okay. I have a question over here. Um, She sends in a question right now. And what is the difference between psychic and Vedic in your opinion? Ooh. Okay. Um, that's really a good question over here. To these, to me, if I'm understanding this with the Vedas, the, the Vedas, these are the, we're talking about the religious texts over here. Um, so if that's true, cause for me, for me, psychic work is the work with the mind. Um, and perhaps there is no difference. Perhaps it's all connected and everything is connected anyway. But for me, when I think of somebody just asked me this on the, on the podcast the other night, when I think of psychic work, I think that the psychic work is more intentional and that there is more of an intense focus with the psychic work as opposed to intuition, which is more of a feeling or a sensation that comes to us through the various senses that we have. And that sixth sense, you know, because we are so much more than our body, right? We're not just our body. So, but for me, the psychic part is really a little bit deeper of concentration. It's um, it's when there's a little bit more intense intention to it. For example, for me, psychic work it includes telekinesis. It includes intentional telepathy. Whereas, an intu- intuition for me is sort of that, like a breeze coming through and it gives and it like it sweeps over us and we get that, we get that hit. So, that's kind of how I see intuition for myself personally, as opposed to sitting down psychically and understanding. Um, Or intentionally saying, okay, I'm going to work on some telepathic project. I'm going to work on remote viewing. I'm going to work on telekinesis. That is more psychic work. There's more, to me, it feels like it's more concentrated effort. Not effort, concentrated energy is perhaps a better word for it. Yeah, the mind doesn't exist in reality. True. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I know. It's so mind-boggling, isn't it? It's so so many thoughts over here to come through with this. Anyway, um, during the week, when during the times where we're doing a live and I don't have a guest, I limit the podcast to 30 minutes. So I just want to share with you, though, what is coming up this coming March. So I said that Magical Manifestation Month of March. I have a few really interesting guests. My first guest next week will be Timothy Schultz. He is a Powerball winner and he also has a YouTube channel. And so he's going to be on on the air and he'll be discussing, he will be discussing uh, winning the Powerball, what it was like, how that happened for him. And he also talks to other Powerball, Mega Ball lottery winners and the processes that they used to win, and we'll be talking about that for Magical Manifestation month of March. Then the following week, my guest will be, um, my guest will be, um, Carol Witsai, and she's going to be talking about Helene Hadskill, who was known as the contest queen. And Carolyn is also the contest queen now. But Helene was known back in the 60s, 70s, until her death, as a matter of fact, uh, for winning every single contest that she ever submitted or, um entered. And she had a very special system called the SPEC system. And I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that conversation for when Carolyn joins us on the 9th of March as we talk about contests and manifesting.